0: Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry, exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Thank
1: you for joining us today, Kelly. If you're at a dinner party, how would you introduce yourself? Who are you and what do you do?
2: So I'm Kelly. I have two beautiful children. I live on the Gold Coast and I'm an interior designer. I specialise in an aesthetic that I call Raw Coastal Luxe and I've just built my dream house.
1: It's amazing. So your dream house, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I have seen it popping up everywhere. Why is this house so special?
2: So I decided to build a property that really, I guess, encompassed my aesthetic as an interior designer. So I thought that'd be a really good way for me to showcase my style. And I'm naturally a sharer. So I decided to document the entire build on Instagram. And I've shared pretty much every source, every trade, every supplier that's worked on it. So I guess... It's my dream house aesthetically, but just to really have that community feel and have so many people come along with me for the journey has just felt really, really special. So before I even found the block of land, it was probably about a good year of Pinterest and just gathering inspiration from all over the world, just to really hone in my style. And as I mentioned, I'm an interior designer as well. So it was just really important for that, for the space to really feel like me and my personal aesthetic as well. So So
1: when you decided you were going to do this build, was it to be your dream home? Was it to be, you know, a showpiece for your work? I know that you have now sort of like another business involved within the house. Um, I think a lot of brands do marketing shoots there. Yeah. what, What was the thought behind this whole thing or is it just organically turned into more and more and more?
2: It was quite strategic, but still a little bit organic. So basically, uh, it was a couple of years ago now, I was on a retreat and I just really sat down and thought about what I wanted my life to look like. And I was relaunching my interior design business, so I knew that that needed to be a big part of it, but I just really loved the idea of waking up every day and having so much variety. There are quite a few people on the Gold Coast that do use their home as a shoot location. So I decided to really design the house with that in mind. So just making sure that a lot of the backdrops worked well with shoots, not even down to choosing the wall colour was really important for me as well, just to make sure that every angle from the house was, you know, a great location for a brand to shoot at. So and I've also gone into more of the styling. I've literally just finished a shoot this morning that I was the creative director on, which is really fun. So it was strategic in that way in terms of me really designing my life and my career and how I wanted to wake up every day. And then obviously the house just sort of came along alongside that as well. So it's just been really, really fun.
1: Yeah, no, that's really cool. So have you always been an interior designer or is this a, so like I, a
2: passion or...?
1: Like a lifelong passion, sorry?
2: I've always had a bit of a passion for it. And then after I had my first child, I decided to go and study. Um, At the time, I was a state manager and there was a lot of travel involved, which I knew wouldn't be quite possible with the life that I had at the time to keep traveling. So I studied interior design and I did that for a couple of years and I was doing a lot more e-design. So, you know, working with people overseas and interstate, doing mood boards and as much as I loved it, I really missed that personal aspect. So when I relaunched my business, I decided to do it my way. I don't really follow a lot of people in industry. I just really want to focus in on the projects that make me really excited and just kind of do things my way, which is the way that I've been doing it now. And yeah, I just, I'm just in love every single day. The, The people that I get to work with, the clients that, I guess, seem to gravitate towards me um, naturally. It's just been, yeah, just a really beautiful process. And I know it all stemmed from that sort of sitting down and getting really clear on the type of people that I wanted to work with.
1: Yeah, so it sounds like strategy has really paid off for you and actually stopping thinking, then acting.
2: Yeah, pretty much. So just getting really clear, like vision boarding. Um, I'm really big on manifestation. So sometimes it is just setting that intention and then just trusting that if you keep, you know, putting one step in front of the other and showing, you know, showcasing yourself, then you basically attract in the right people, and that's really what's happened. So, I wouldn't say it's been hard work, but it's definitely been something consistent and something that I've paid close attention to in my own way.
1: Yeah, well, it's definitely looks like it's all paying off. So, congratulations! Yeah. Um, very inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. So who are your clients? Like, what do you do day to day? What is your actual, you know, daily tasks look like?
2: Yeah. So with interior design at the moment, I'm focusing on new builds or full house renovations. So in the past, you know, if somebody wanted to work with me on a couple of spaces within a house, I would do that. But I just find I've got so much more to offer if I can work with people right from the start. So I love working with clients on their floor plans. Their lighting plans, you know, I work closely with architects as well. So, yeah, I just find that if I can be involved right from the beginning. What's a much better result for everyone involved and obviously the client at the end of the day rather than just working on the soft furnishings. So day-to-day, I've been doing a lot of Zoom calls at the moment. One of my main clients is in the state. She's in Victoria. So that's been a little bit different because I would normally present a lot of samples and meet with them a lot more regularly. But, yeah, obviously we just kind of adapt to the scenario at the moment. I do a lot of sourcing And then, yeah, like day-to-day, I'm doing styling shoots as well and prepping for all the photo shoots. So no two days are the same, which I'm really thriving on that at the moment. So I just feel like there's so much more possibility as well, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, it sounds fun. Given um, what is happening in Australia and worldwide at the moment, are you finding a bit of an influx in what you do because it's creative content and also with people's homes they're spending more time in them probably looking at it going, let's do something.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, on the photo shoot side, I've been super busy. I've been doing four shoots a week. So I feel like um, a lot of brands that would normally shoot overseas are shooting locally. Um, And with the interior design side, I only take a really small handful of clients on because just, I guess, in in terms of my capacity and because I offer a really bespoke service, I'm very hands-on. If it's a local client, I'll be on site, you know, weekly. So I find that I'm turning away more clients than I'm taking on at the moment. Um, but I do find through my Instagram following, I'm able to help people in that way. As I said before, like I love to share I'm not one to sort of keep my sources a secret. So I definitely feel in that capacity and that community, it's just been people a lot more interested in taking maybe the ideas that I've used in my own home or other projects mm-hmm. and doing, you know, a bit of DIY in their own homes, which is really exciting. So I've definitely been in that space as well. This is the first house that I've ever built. So I've done a lot of renovations and a lot of DIY in the past. So I really love helping people in that space as well, just get really creative. And yeah, I think also I'm quite minimalist. So I think a lot of people are really that follow me, are realizing they don't have to have a lot of stuff to, you know, create a really beautiful space.
1: Yeah, definitely. You just said that this is the first house you've built, which to me kind of implied that maybe there'll be another house coming.
2: Um, I don't know if I'd ever build another house for myself. I'm really enjoying building houses with clients, mm-hmm. but I definitely have a goal in the next six months to renovate an apartment and basically, again, document. it. I'll do it quite organically though. I'm not super polished I'm quite you know I'm sat here barefoot (laughs) I'm pretty laid back so the way that I do my Instagram is you know quite raw and unedited so I definitely go down that path but actually showcasing um, the journey again and then I intend to use that as a photo shoot location and also Mm -hmm. as an Airbnb and it'll be like the little sister to Bajo so that will be really exciting to do as well and just yeah I love working with local people, local suppliers, local businesses, local brands and I think it's just a really good way for me to I guess showcase people that um, you know other people interstate might not have known about as well so.
1: No that's excellent you're really creating a bit of like a community and I was just thinking so that uh, apartment will be on the Gold Coast as well that you're aiming for?
2: Yeah, Gold Coast yeah. or so local. Northern New South Wales. I would say, New South
1: Wales. yeah. I okay. Would, yeah,
2: somewhere that I can be very hands on. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important to me as well. Just, just like um, the little tweaks that you can make on site. Sometimes, like I'm quite pedantic, even like where you know plug sockets and light switches are placed, because that really does play a role in the overall aesthetics. So, I just like to be on site as much as possible. So, I think I yeah, within an hour of where I live would probably the ideal so I need to start looking for the, the ideal property. <laughs> so I just took an assistant on yesterday so I feel like wow. with her involved I'll be able to have create a little bit more space for me to take on more projects than I have been. Um because I'm, I do everything myself. I manage obviously my social media and you know all my emails and client work and prepping for the photo shoots. I do all the cleaning and everything myself at the moment. I have a cleaner that comes once a week but pretty much it's all me. So I'm looking forward to having a little bit more space and then I can be even more creative, which will be fun.
1: Well, I'm exhausted listening to you, um, but it sounds like (laughs) exciting times to come still. Yeah, yeah. So getting back to the industry specifically, what is the biggest challenge facing you and other designers?
2: I always find questions like that really difficult because... I don't I don't feel challenged. Like I'm one of those people that I don't know, even throughout the build everyone's like, Oh, what was stressful? Like I just don't think that way. I like adapting, I guess. So I don't want to be Miss Polypositive, positive, but <laughs> I don't sort of think, you know, obviously there is challenges at the moment, you know, obviously with, um, with the, you know, the current economic climate, there obviously is challenges, but I definitely feel that if you're passionate about what you do, you'll always find a way to make it work. So, you know, a lot of us are pivoting and changing the way that we do things at the moment. So I think it's more about that. It's just kind of looking at the way that we do things and improving on it and maybe offering alternatives. So I, I guess I t- tend to look at things that way.
1: No, that's amazing. So there's always a solution and nothing's really a negative challenge. It's an opportunity yeah, I to, yeah.
2: Yeah, I see it that way because I just feel like I expand when thing, there was a few things in the build that, you know, I couldn't do the way that I wanted to. And then I'm so happy with the result because I, it kind of made me think a little bit differently. So yeah, that's kind of the way that I treat everything.
1: No, that's great. Yeah. It's actually funny that you say that because I'm a private town planner and obviously when we go to council, they come back to us and say, Hey, we want you to get rid of something or change something. And sometimes clients can be very devastated and then the designer will go back and change something and then they're actually happier with the change.
2: Yeah,
1: And it's just, it's funny how emotions really can do you wrong (laughs) in these scenarios because there was no point to even have that crash in happiness because um, there no, was better things to come.
2: So true. Yeah, I think that's it as well. Like I know for me as a designer, as I mentioned, you know, I don't work with that many clients and I'm really about the, how we vibe well together because there is a lot of communication mm-hmm. um, involved. So it's important to work with people that communicate in a similar way that you do and um, even giving feedback, you know, in a timely manner. And I think also, you know, if there is those changes that need to be made, it's just also about the delivery and getting them excited about, okay, well, we can't do that, but let's look at this alternative as well. So I think that's something that I really thrive on is kind of getting that point across. And, you know, obviously there was things in my build that, I decided not to do because of budget, but I never, I don't wake up every day and think about, I really wish that I could have had that. It's just, you know, (laughs) creating that whole environment and making it really fun um, is so important to me as well.
1: Besides your own home, do you have a favourite project?
2: I'd, in terms of interior design I, mm-hmm. I'm just so passionate about all of them because we have a similar aesthetic but my role is to bring in like I guess clients gravitate towards me because mm-hmm. they like my style and it's my job to bring in influences of them so we're all quite similar in that sense in terms of the rest of my job like I've been doing yeah a creative direction for a few shoots. At the moment, I did this one shoot for a furniture brand and it was just really fun to create something for them. We, we did it in, in my house. We did the yes. shoot in my house and it was eight different tables, coffee tables and dining tables, and we basically staged each shot differently. So even if it was in the same space, they all looked completely different and could be in different wow. locations. So that kind of felt a bit challenging because a lot of the looks weren't my style even though I was, I guess, creative directing them. Um, So, that kind of stepped me out of it, but I don't know that I'd love to work on a property that was very different to my own style. So, I just Mm -hmm. feel really passionate about, I guess, this this aesthetic at the moment.
1: No, that's great. Well, you know who you are. You know what you're offering. That's probably more than a lot of other
2: businesses. So... That's, yeah. That's great. And I haven't always, I, I get a lot of questions um, through social media from other people starting out in the industry. And, you know, I definitely didn't have my own style when I first started out. It was just really when I relaunched, I, I wanted to be very specific about the clients that I worked with and the aesthetic that I worked in. I find that it works in my favour because, you know, I work with a lot of the same suppliers and brands, That I know that have, Mm -hmm. I guess, different options, but they suit that aesthetic. So I'm not looking Mm -hmm. across such a broad range of suppliers as well. So I think for other people starting out in the industry, you don't have to have such clarity, I guess, like it's definitely come with time. And that's just a decision that I've decided to, you know, to make or the path that I've decided to go down. But definitely when I first started out in the industry, I would take on any client, any job, Mm. any aesthetic, um, even though it wasn't necessarily mine. So that's definitely come, you know, with time.
1: No, I think that's great advice for others looking to take um, the similar path that, to you. What is yeah. one tip you would give to people who see what you've created um, with your house and with your designs? What is one tip you could give them if they were to designers or yeah, so homeowners? so homeowners? Sorry, that was the homeowners. worst question.
2: <laughs> no, that's <fine. laughs> um, yeah. So basically, with um, whether it's a client or someone I'm talking to about their aesthetic obviously Pinterest is such a great source for anybody that's wanting to create, whether it's, you know, their home or their fashion sense or their branding. So Mm -hmm. always starting there and just pin everything and anything. Like I'm very inspired by commercial spaces. So a lot of my ideas for Bajo actually came more from commercial spaces than from residential properties, because I just wanted to kind of push that boundary. Obviously, I've got a lot of built-in daybeds and things. So I think when someone's creating their own space don't just look at other houses, look at other, mm-hmm. you know, hotels and cafes and restaurants and take elements. And then I always tell people to come up with a few adjectives to describe their space. So as I mentioned, mine is rural coastal luxe. And I think once you've got those defining words, it really helps you to pare back the style and really cull your Pinterest board to the images that really relate to your defining words. And that's yeah, and then basically just stick to that. So you'll kind find a common theme between what you've pinned, and then when you're making any decisions, whether it's your tile choices or timber, go back to those words. And go, okay, does that fit? Raw coastal luxe, and I'm like, oh no, that's actually doesn't really fit, right? And I yeah, that's the way that I kind of pair things back a little bit. So
1: I think that's fun that really cool advice and things I probably would have never thought about. <laughs> no, very actionable. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Kelly. How can people contact you if they wish to do so?
2: Yeah, so I'm generally on social media a lot. So I actually find it a little bit easier to get to Instagram more than my email inbox at the moment, but I do have an assistant covering board. So my Instagram, um, kellyhoward.co is the best way to contact me at the moment. Beautiful.
1: Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Creating Australia. Don't forget to subscribe and join us on our socials to keep updated on our latest content. On Creating Australia, I love talking everything to do with people, property, development. So if you have something you'd like me to explore, let me know by searching Creating Australia on Instagram or searching Jessica Reynolds' Urban Planner on LinkedIn.